Welcome to the 167 Podcast, a podcast to inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Our goal is to help you live into the 167 hours of your week away from church. And now your host, Shannon Patterson. Well, hey everybody, and welcome to episode two of the 167 Podcast I'm Shannon Patterson, lead pastor of the Porch Community Church, and I'm really, really excited to be co-hosting this podcast with my good friend, our media pastor, Joshua Harrell. Hello, Josh. Hey, Shannon. And everybody, please make sure that if you like this podcast that you're subscribing so you get notification every time we post an episode. That's right. Make sure if you really like what what you're listening to, make sure you share it with your friends because sharing is caring. (laughs) That's right. That's the whole reason we do this thing. Yes. And then if, if you like the podcast so much and you want us to drop your name, we would love to have you as a sponsor. <laughs> That's right. So if you want to bring us a sandwich or a <laughs> um, plate from Chick-fil-A, let us know and we'll sing your praises. Yeah. We like Cerceros. Yep. Um, yeah. And we usually record on Tuesdays, so it would be... A Taco Tuesday. A Taco Tuesday. So if anyone wants to do that, we'll give you a shout out. We'll give your business a shout out. Uh, you know, we will we will call like someone that's being mean to you and tell them that they're a big old meanie. Like we'll do, you know, we're pretty much, you can buy us for pretty much any amount of food. Yep. Okay. So. All right. So <laughs> that's enough about future sponsors. But, uh. So we just want to say thank you. We've had a great response to our first episode, mm-hmm. and we're looking forward to kind of going with you on this journey because this is mine and Shannon's first opportunity at doing a podcast like yeah. this. I mean, we've had our sermon podcast for years, but we've never done a yeah. true podcast. So this is our first attempt, and we appreciate all the responses that we've gotten, and sure. uh, we're excited to keep going. Yeah, and you know, um, I, I kind of touched on it a moment ago, but... The whole reason we do this is not so that we can say that we have a podcast. Um, Nope, Mm -hmm. Um, because we're not professional podcasters in any stretch of the imagination. But we just want to, you know, provide content for for all of our for anybody uh, to inspire you, not just to get numbers and likes and things like that, but to to give you something during the week that will really help you on during those 167 hours. That's really what it's all about. So. For sure. So if this is your first, if you're jumping on on episode two, we really want you to go back and listen to episode one. But for those of you that are going, nah, I'm good. Let's start with episode two. (laughs) Shannon, give us a quick overview of what the 167 and everything, which was your message from the first week of January. Tell us what the overarching theme is for this series. Okay. Yeah, so it's called the 167 because um, there are 168 hours in the week. And, um, you know, it's pretty common for people who say they follow Jesus, for Christians, for churchgoers, for a lot of people to kind of set aside that hour or so to go to church or, you know, especially in these last, what, eight, nine months to tune into church, however you would do that. Um, but it's kind of like the norm to say, here's an hour of my week that I'm going to do the churchy thing, which leaves us with 167 other hours. I was not that good in math, but I can subtract one from 168. <laughs> um, 
And so we're looking at what are the ways in which we do that. And of course, our theme verse is out of Romans chapter 12, verse 1. And it and it says, uh, we're trying to get everyone to memorize this. It's like, hey, so here it is, like, take your everyday, ordinary life, your eating, sleeping, going to work, walking around life, and place it before God as an offering. So I almost have it memorized. I swapped out eating and sleeping. Sleeping should come first, but otherwise I did good on that. You did good. Um, so that's our theme verse. And so we're looking at how do we how do we honor God in all these other areas? And so in the first week, the big, the overarching theme for the whole thing is we, how do you worship? We worship with everything always, everything always. And this past week, we started talking about um, how do we worship with our work? So um, you may jump into that. or well, well, before you do that, I want to remind you of something you said Sunday. Okay. Um, you said you had two points you wanted to make Sunday, but you didn't have time, and you were going to cover them here. So, oh, okay, yeah, So for what sure. were those? Okay. Yeah, so um, so when we talk about honoring God and, and worshiping God with our work, um, the big part of that, and this was... This was something that I don't know why, and I listened back to the message from Sunday, and I, I really, I kind of poked this point about four times, and I wonder if people were tired of it, but it seemed so profound to me, because when you stop and look at it and look at your own life, and maybe it's where I am in my life. I'm 51 years old, you know. I'm, I'm going on. I'm on the other side of this, you know, <laughs> of where I am in my life, but um, it just really sunk into me that. The largest portion of the waking hours of my day are going to be spent doing work. Mm -hmm. And then when you start, so you go, okay, got it. But then you go, all right, from when you're 20 something to 60 something, let's say, when you're retirement age, uh, from 20 something to 60 something working full time, which I think the majority of us will do Mm -hmm. in some, whatever that job is. That is four decades, 40 years, and you take those 40 years and go, okay, now the majority of your waking hours every single day, five out of seven days, in those 40 years are going to be at work. Wow. And so there is this, to me, a crucial need for us to examine how are we honoring God when we're doing our work. Mm-hmm. I mean, because that is a huge chunk of our life. Right. So um, so the the whole, there was a couple of points that I, I made that I, you know, I like to give people something that they can take and carry with them and think about and like have that, whether it's a statement or whatever it is. And so the big thing we wanted uh, was <clears throat> out of Colossians 3.23 that says to work willingly at whatever you do as though you're working for the Lord rather than for people. So I re- we touched on that quite a bit. Right. I'm getting into the two points in a second, but I'm mm-hmm. just giving a quick uh, rundown. Um, work willingly, that was important, right? So it's not like work begrudgingly or anything like that. Um, the other point was, uh, well, work willingly at whatever you're doing. Right. Because, you know, uh, careers change, um, seasons of life change, you know, all this stuff. So... We want to make sure that it doesn't matter what the work is, it's that we work willingly as if we're working for the Lord, which takes us to the next point, which is we don't worship ever the work that we're doing. We don't worship the work. We worship with the work we're doing. 
Um, and that pretty much can kind of rule out how some of us can go, well, I'm just doing this job for this period of time, you know. Yeah, I mean, I get that there's times when we have to do stuff we don't necessarily want to do, but we need to make ends meet or whatever. But it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. So we don't worship the work. We worship with our work. And then the third point I made, and then I want to jump into the two that I didn't get to, um, is, and we spent quite a bit of time on this, is we talked about what do we need to repeat, reject, and redeem in our work. And uh, I could go over this a bunch. I'm just going to say, hey, go back and listen. Uh, go back and watch on our YouTube channel um, or Facebook and uh, watch last week's message because um, I think there's a lot in there that we can take and look and examine in the work that we're doing. What do we need to repeat, reject, and redeem? So um, here's the two points I didn't get to on Sunday, and they might seem uh, pretty simple, but again, I think it's worth looking at. Um there's two ways that we can place our lives before God as an offering. And the first one would be, duh, um, to work hard, to work hard. <laughs> yeah. Proverbs 13, verse 11, the second part of verse 11, it says that wealth from hard work grows over time. Wealth from hard work grows over time. Um, and when I read that, I, what I see in that is that you you just cannot shortcut experience. Um so I think about that. Um, <laughs> I've mentioned this a few times in, in messages. I did actually, I think, Sunday at the 930 service I talked about when I used to wait tables. But um, I got a lot of experience. I didn't get wealthy from <laughs> waiting right. tables. Right. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call myself. Well, actually, as I say, I wouldn't call myself wealthy now. But compared to the rest of the world, pretty much all of us are wealthy. So mm-hmm. um but I gained experience in waiting tables, and I learned um, a lot about um, customer service. Um, I learned about uh, serving other people who maybe are not treating you very well. Um, I learned how to kind of, you know, look at uh, the idea of service, and it really changed my outlook on it. And so what, when I read that, I see that, that working hard and, and that in that you gain experience, that that brings you a kind of wealth that you can't necessarily put a dollar sign on. Does that make right. sense? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, for people who might be in a place where they're going, oh, I don't know, I'm, I'm, why am I not getting that raise right now? Why, why did I get passed over for that promotion? Why didn't I get that opportunity? You know, and, and you're not working hard. Um, the mm-hmm. idea of like yeah. you're sitting there cruising Instagram, like unless you're a brand manager, you probably shouldn't or be media pastor. or a media pastor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it probably cruising Instagram, why you should be doing something else or, you know, Facebook or whatever, um, you know, filming your latest TikTok video, you know, um, not you, but just talking about in general. I don't. Yeah. Do you, are you doing some TikTok? No, stuff? So. I- I'm not interested in TikTok yet. <laughs> Tic-tacs. That's what yeah, I call them. Tic-tacs. It just makes me sound like I'm a granny. I'm like, oh, hey, what's going on with them Tic-tacs? You filming another Tic-tac over there? So, um, but hey, <laughs> we want to talk about, so working hard. And so here's, okay, whoa. This is why I couldn't get into this Sunday because it would have taken some time. Uh, this might sound contradictory to what we have read what we have 
thought, what we have seen as an example. But here we go. Um, I really think that in regard to work, that we have what I would and I think this is the right word, but I would say that we have too much balance. Mm. We have too much balance. Doesn't that sound contradictory? It does. To have too much balance. because, And, and the reason I say that is because we're mobile, right? We, we can work from home. Um, we can do school from home. Uh, we are constantly connected. You know, there, you could have your Mac and your iPad right there and your phone's going all at once and we're balancing everything. We're paying bills where we're do, I mean, people are working from home and they're teaching their kids algebra and they're looking up a recipe for dinner and they're ordering, you know, something off of Amazon and they're planning this summer's beach trip, praying to God that it happens and, and they're just this, all this balance of all this. And, and, and I'm still trying to wonder if that's the, the right word, but I think it paints a, a picture, at least in our mind, to, to grasp this, right? That we've just got all this out there and we're holding it up and we're, we're balancing it and we're doing right. it all. And, um, and from outside looking in, it looks like we're doing a really good job. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. we're killing it. Yeah, we're killing it. And, um, and so I would just say, I would say that maybe that's too much. Um, because, um, when you're at work and, and that might be, you know, in a a room of your house, you know, maybe, maybe you're quarantined, your kids quarantined, maybe you work from home. Um, you know, I do most of my, uh, message writing Mm -hmm. and studying and all that. I do that from home. Um, when I can shut the world out, when, when Mallory's at school and Drew's at work and, you know, I can just really lean in. Um, but I think that's what we need to do. We need to lean into our work when we're at work and then when we leave and we're at home. So I'm, I'm going to talk to you, daddy of two little girls. Oh, <laughs> like yeah. when we're at home, lean into being at home. And that, to me, that's the biggest struggle is I like to be accessible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for and sure. And so to say, turn off your phone and not let people <laughs> be able to get with you right away yeah. freaks me out. Yeah. And yeah. I bet a lot of people are that way. Right. And I think it depends on the temperament. Like, I am cool with, I just don't have my ringer on, but mm-hmm. I'll check my phone every now and then. Yeah. You know, because, again, I think, um, you know, it's not that I don't want to be accessible. It's that I want to have the option to not have to to lean in to be at work when it's not work time. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. and that's hard for ministry. I know that that's probably what's different than some of the people that are listening right now with us is because, um, you know, there's times when we're, we're kind of always at work. I mean, you know, if I get a call at 11 o'clock at night for someone that needs an emergency or, you know, something like that, I need to be available. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's so, so, but but I think the mindset of being all there, uh, so work hard. When it's time to work, work hard. Um, but if we just have this mindset, oh, I can get my work done wherever I am, whenever I am, then for me, um, then that takes away, like, let's say there's a four-hour window on a Tuesday mm-hmm. when I know, looking at my calendar and knowing the schedule of my family, that that's four hours that could be really productive for me. Um, but if I have the mindset of, but I could also do that at 11 o'clock tonight. Right. 
and I could probably look at it again maybe right after dinner or, you know, or I can get to it tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Well, then suddenly I've taken that really good opportunity to work hard and I've said, eh, I'll get around to it. Does that make sense? Yeah. And um, so I think we, working hard, looking at scripture where it says that wealth from hard work grows over time is that's that's about experience. That's about leaning in. That's about taking the opportunity that's been there in front of us. And and I just think we're, we're too balanced in that regard. And that we should be like, when we are home, you mentioned the phone thing, like we should be diligent about that. If that's mm-hmm. hard for some people, um, I don't, this has never really come up like in, in my marriage with, with Drew, but like, you know, I know other couples and, and things like that, where it's like, you know, one or the other is like, you're always on your phone. Like you're always staring at your phone or maybe both of them are admit to each other. Yeah. We're, we're sitting here together, but we're both on devices. And Kara is pointing at me through the speaker <laughs> right now. She's like, she's, she's texting you going, are you listening to this? Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, be diligent about what you let notify you on your phone. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the technology is there now where, you know, those kinds of things. Um, but, you know, if you're if you're getting a notification from, you know, like ESPN, ESPN Ocho, yeah, about like the latest what, professional lacrosse, you know, mm-hmm. trade, that's probably, that's probably, um, that's, that's a lot. So <laughs> that might be too much. You want to be diligent about that. Um, as a staff, like... We don't work on Fridays unless it's like a special event, you know, like mm-hmm. a student weekend or something's coming up. I mean, you know, usually we it's funny how we'll run into each other up here on Fridays, but we don't technically work on Fridays. Right. And and the reason for that is, is that our work week begins on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Oop, just hit the mic with my, my baseball cap. Sorry, listeners. Um, but I've told our staff forever that you do not have to, you do not have to answer a work email on Friday. You do not have to answer a work text. You have permission to say, I'll get back with you on Monday. Um, and, and of course there's always going to be exceptions to that, of course, but in the general day to day of things, stuff can wait. And so I would say a challenge to people listening to this is think about being more unbalanced, like at work, be all there. Mm-hmm. And when you're at home, be all there. And when you're with your family and your friends, be all there with them. But let the balance shift to to for you to invest in those moments fully and see what happens, you know. Mm-hmm. So so work hard was one of the things I wanted to mention. And then the other one was um, to work well, <laughs> to work well. This is what Proverbs 22, 29 says. Uh, it says, do you see any truly competent workers? Do you see any truly competent workers? They will serve kings rather than working for ordinary people. Uh, the NIV says it like this. Do you see someone skilled in their work? So competent and skilled. And um, that just, you know, work well, like know what you're doing. Get Get the experience and work well, no matter what the work is. Um, and I would say, you know, hey, people who are about to enter the job field or people looking to make a career change or, you know, people who are miserable and maybe <laughs> even resentful in their current line of work, why did you just, why did you just snicker? I'm concerned now. I know people that are miserable. Okay. Not me. Okay, good. Um, but I would say that hard work and diligence and excellence in what you are currently doing 
should not be put on hold until you get that break that you've been hoping for, praying for. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to repeat that. (laughs) Uh, Hard work, diligence, and excellence should not be uh, put on hold. You should be practicing hard work now, practicing diligence now, practicing excellence now, working towards that in whatever you are doing right now. Um, Scripture says that you, if you're competent, if you're skilled, that you will, you will get in that position. You will get in that place of, 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 of being able to, to really flourish. I mean, that's the whole point of the whole, they'll serve Kings rather than working for ordinary people. It's like, if you're good, it's going to be recognized. Um, it's going to be noticed and, you know, you, hopefully you, the paycheck would match that as well. I don't know. Um, but hard work, and, and oh, I guess let me say this too, uh, important to note, hard work, diligence, and excellence are choices. Mm. That's a big one. That <laughs> It's a choice. Um, like hard work is not a personality trait. No. Um, it's not like it wasn't given to you at birth. Mm-hmm. I mean, you choose that. Diligence, you choose that. Excellence, you choose that. And so, I mean, if, if we're only going to crush it when we're interested and it's the right opportunity, that might very well be the reason why some people are not getting the opportunities that they want. Mm-hmm. And if we're called to live like Christ, mm-hmm. Christ wouldn't have a job where he was sitting, <laughs> supposed to be getting some reports done or bagging groceries. Right. And doing it halfway, mm-hmm. you know. Um, every time you saw Jesus as an example of doing something, he was in it wholeheartedly. Mm, yeah. And so if we're not being able to be wholehearted in our work, and then I'm sure there's 10 people right now going, it's real easy to say be wholehearted in your work because you work at a church. <laughs> what do you even do all day? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Out of the 167, you probably work one hour a week. You, you work we, like one hour. No, we, we, work, we work two hours because yeah. we have two services. What are they talking about? But obviously, <laughs> that, that's an extreme example. You know that's not true and we work a lot. <laughs> but it, I'm speaking for myself. Sometimes I do get in a rut and sometimes yeah. it's um, get things completed because it's Mm. needs to be completed, mm-hmm. not because I want God glorified out of the finishing of this task, yeah. no matter what the task is. It might be... Um, like when people um, see us, like, I'm going to work really hard when they're watching or when right. when there's going to be feedback or we're going to get, you know... The, right. Is that what you're kind of... And, and even not even going for man's approval. Yeah, right. Like... Well, that's the whole Colossians 3.23. Exactly. Work willingly mm-hmm. at whatever you do as if you were working for the Lord rather than people. Exactly. I mean, that's that whole, like, that, yeah, that he's He's the one that's you're working for. Like, you don't, you don't start working hard or with excellence when a promotion or a raise is a possibility. What? Exactly. But that's what, that's, you know, <laughs> that's what we all do. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the tendency for sure. Um, so yeah, so this whole, this whole encompassing idea of work is just, let's, 
I'm going to go back to it again. And, and it's just like that whole idea of four decades of our life and so much of our productive waking hours every day are spent at a, a job. And whether that's a profession or whether that's a career or whether that's a part, uh, two part-time jobs combined or, you know, what, or just it's something to get you through until like, it doesn't matter, but like we have as a follower of Christ, this, I mean, yes, it's an opportunity, but I would almost say, you know, looking at Colossians three, it's like a, no, no, if you're, if you're able to work, then honor God with your work, period, the end, like that's what you do. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, it's an opportunity, but I also think it's a, it's a mandate. It's like a a calling, like, oh, you're able to work, then Mm -hmm. honor me in what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So, and, and in this weird time where some people are quarantined, one mm-hmm. week and then not the next week. Oh, nope, now their kids are, you know. There is an opportunity for you to be a light in the chaos <laughs> and you be the one that people can depend on. Mm-hmm. That's very true. Not just at work, mm-hmm. but with what you're doing. So when your work life's going crazy, your boss can count on you or, you're, or you are the boss mm-hmm. and your employees can count on you. Yeah. And then when you leave work, and the craziness of your family, your family can dump <laughs> all that on you and, and you can be there for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, it, I mean, Shannon hit it hard with hard work, diligence, and excellence are choices, and you have to make them every moment of every day. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to live like Christ going 75% of the way. You can't. It's not possible. So? It's not possible. I mean, it's, yeah. It's not possible to... to to live into that and not, not go all, all in. Um, and that's something like talking about excellence and diligence. Um, and I know that eventually my daughter's going to tell me that I cannot talk and use, uh, not talk about her or use her as an example, but since she's not a big, she's not a big podcast listener at this point. So, um, and I have in the last, like, I think it was some Christmas Eve, my Christmas Eve message. I told a story about her getting lost Mm -hmm. and, uh, I asked her permission, you know, so she appreciated that, but she ain't listening to this. So, um, but one of the things I find myself and in a way I feel like I sound like my dad when I'm talking, but like, even in the little things, like at home and stuff, as a parent, I'm wanting to impart to her just to be thoughtful about how she's doing her work. I'll give you an example, and y'all might just think I'm nuts. But so we have like our trash can that you pull out from the cabinet, you know, underneath the drawer, you pull it out, right. and it's a double trash can. And probably for, you know, really. I'm sure, I don't know, it's just two trash cans, and there's only three of us in our house, but we can fill those trash cans up all the time. So, um, Mallory, I we bagged up the trash the other day, or actually Drew had bagged up both bags, pulled them out of the cans, and he went out to take the trash. And so, and he said, Mallory, would you bag up the trash? And so she goes under the sink where the trash bags are. There's two cans, right? Mm-hmm. She gets one bag out, closes the cabinet, Walks over to the trash can, unfurls the bag, the how you got to do, you know, make the giant yep. like balloon and the, the best part. you know, freak out all the animals, right? And and she puts it in the can, and then she walks back to the cabinet and gets out another bag and does it. <laughs> and this is just, I know y'all think I'm crazy, but I was like, 
hey, Mallory, what would have been a more efficient way to do this? And she's like, I don't know what efficient means. So I was like, <laughs> okay, what would have been a way for you to do this, to do the same job but not have to walk back, you know, twice? And she was like, oh, I don't, I don't know. And so I said, well, you could have got both bags at, at, once. at once and then said, you know, and she's, you know, I don't know, maybe we'll start a fund for her therapy later. But I was, what I was trying to impart to her was think about the work you do. And I do talk to her about this a lot. It's like, like think about like finish the job. If the job was to take the trash out to the trash can, then make sure it gets in the trash can. There might be a couple of times when the pizza box is on top of the trash can. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, well, that wasn't the job. The job was to put it in the can. And goodness, as parents, we have a responsibility to help teach our kids this. Um, cause I don't want her, I want Mallory to be able to be a, a person who understands what it is for, to do hard work mm -hmm. and to be diligent and to do it with excellence. And even if that means, you know, rebagging trash cans. Right. Know. Yeah. So, no, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So that's just one of those challenges as a parent that I'm trying to help her learn. So. Mm -hmm. Well, so, um, this week has been all about letting Jesus in the 167 at work. Mm -hmm. But what what would you impart on um, college students yeah. and retired people? Ooh. The two other ends of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. They're like, well, I don't go to work. Yeah. Well, and that's one of the things I said in the message was, hey, anytime I say the word work, substitute whatever it is that you are doing right now with the most productive waking hours that you're doing. So if you're a student, then put school in there. Um, I know for a lot of college students, they are school and work. Mm -hmm. um, they are, uh, talk about trying to balance. Um, so I would say, you know, put that in there. So honor God with your schoolwork. Honor God with um, the time that you have chosen <laughs> to set aside to go to school. I mean, that right. was one of the points I made Sunday <clears throat> was that um, there's not a college student that, that's in college right now that was forced to go to college. Like they chose that. They could have uh, gone into the, the job field, you mm -hmm. know, um, but there's a choice to make. So honor God with that. Um, and that would be from, you know, this, the work that you do, the school work that you do um, to what you're doing with the time that you have while you're in college. You know, it's a huge challenge um, for retired people, uh, for those that, aren't necessarily drawing a paycheck in what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's the same thing as like, what is taking up the majority of your waking productive hours during the day and honor God with that time. So whether that's volunteering, um, or, um, you know, going and, and helping others or just going about your day. I mean, one of the things I said was if you're retired, suddenly you have all these appointments and errands. <laughs> and uh, someone pointed out, yeah, most of those appointments are going to the doctor because now you're like older and retired. And I was like, oh yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but even in those, like you're interacting with people. Right. Um, you're here and there and everywhere. Um, I know a lot of retired people who are grandparents. And so they are, um, they're helping out, um, with their grandkids. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, my mother-in-law, Drew's mom is, and, and her husband, I mean, they're, they're fantastic and caring and, you know, come alongside and helping us with Mallory and stuff. And so, you know, for the person that's, that's able to do that, like, you know, honor God with that, like be all in on that and, and use it to glorify God. And so, you know what, for the, for the grandma who's in the 
Carline right now who's about to pick up her grandkid, like you're glorifying God, like you're caring for your grandchild and you have this opportunity to spend time with them and pour into them and, and, uh, enjoy them. And so, uh, be all into that and, and work willingly as if you're working for the Lord. That, that's so. a great word, Shannon. Well, thank you. Um, so next week. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the 167, yeah. how to let God into your rest. Yep. We'll now, be all the way to episode three in the podcast yeah. and week three of the, uh, of the series. message series. Yeah. Now work probably stepped on a, a lot of toes with yes. doing, uh, diligence and excellence, but yeah. Oh. They shouldn't. They shouldn't think. They shouldn't rest on rest. No, no. Don't think that the toes weren't stubbed. It, don't think the that the toe stubbing is over. Um, yeah, no. I've. <laughs> um, I don't know if you've had a chance to look at what I've sent you my notes for this Sunday's message yet, but um, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be a little bit challenging um, because if I ha- I don't want to give it all away, but just to boil it down, I think we've. We've kind of created in our own minds, and um, maybe I don't that that we're kind of like our own little god of our own little kingdom, and um, that we can't rest because we've got to keep everything going and everything spinning, and um, that's a problem that goes all the way back to the garden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that that all the way back to did God really say we're supposed <laughs> to rest? Did God really say not to eat the fruit from that tree? Um, so we're going to talk about, um, the need for rest, the importance of rest, the example given to us for rest. And, um, yeah, I've, I've been super, super challenged in, in, uh, looking through scripture and working on this message. So I have a feeling others will as well. Faux show. And on that note, I think we're going to leave it there Yeah, and you're just going to have to um, come to church or watch us online this Sunday. That's right. And uh, you can watch us on Facebook, YouTube, or theporchcc.com. And then come back next Thursday for a extended discussion on how to let God in our rest. And it's going to be a great time. Yeah, for so sure. So I just want to say thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe to our podcast to make sure you get all the notifications and it pops up on your phone all the time. And if if you were inspired and encouraged by this, Please share it. Yes. And because uh, we really want our time to be used for God's glory and and help other people where they are and, and how they need it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. And um, Josh said, hit all the notifications unless you're being fully at home. And then you can just have it silently pop up and be like, hey, the, there's something that's hey, we want you to check out. <laughs> and then whenever you have the opportunity, then you can check it out. So. <laughs> so if if uh, this discussion has sparked a question in your mind, please be sure to email it to josh at theporchcc.com, and we'll be happy to get uh, it answered on the next podcast. And even if you have a question that we didn't necessarily talk about it, send it, and, and we'll approach it the best way we can. Yeah. Um, but until next time, I'm Joshua. I'm Shannon. We'll see you later. See you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The 167 Podcast. Join us next time for more insights to inspire, challenge, and encourage to help you live into the remaining 167 hours of your week.